Welcome back to the Nina Talks podcast. Today's topic might sound a little strange, but I hope that you stick around with me and <laughs> hear me out on this. Why are we talking about this? Welcome to the Nina Talks podcast with your host, Nina. Your weekly dose of life advice, feel-good thoughts, fitness, social media talk, parenting, relationship, and dating tales. Nina is a Brazilian girl, mom of two beautiful children. She is a full-time college student, fitness fanatic, lifestyle blogger, bucket list crosser, music lover, and a girl that's a little obsessed with pandas. Thank you for listening. Is it important to cry? Why is that? Why do we as humans um, have emotions and you know triggers and things that make us cry? The reason why I wanted to do a podcast on the subject is that I feel some people are ashamed. They're embarrassed of crying, and sometimes they kind of bottle all their emotions in. Um, so I thought that why not give you a little bit of facts and things and share some of my experiences with crying, I guess. And maybe hopefully after this podcast, you can go have your little crying session. I don't know. Hopefully I inspire you or maybe just share some knowledge that you might have not heard of before. So according to the internet, crying is not only a human response to sorrow and frustration, but it's a healthy one. Um, it's a natural way to reduce emotional stress that if left unchecked, can have negative physical effects on the body. With that, I feel like a lot of people just either they hold it all in or they, I don't know, they cry, but it's kind of hidden, if that makes sense. For example, since I am a girl, I do cry for about everything and anything. So for example, earlier, before I even decided to record this podcast, there were puppies playing on this video and they were just playing with each other and being all cute and cuddly. And you guys, I'm crying my face off and I'm not sad. It's a good cry. And I think that a lot of people associate crying being a negative thing and not a positive thing as well. I feel like it's so, so good for you to have a healthy cry session where you can just sit there and, you know, let your emotions out. Let it all out. It feels so good. Have you ever done it in a when you're showering? You're in there just thinking about your day and you're getting your hair washed and out of nowhere, a tear comes down your face. You know what? Why not use this as the perfect opportunity to just cry it out? Think about the emotions that you've been holding in. Think about the things that have been causing you to have negative thoughts or angry and things that might not seem as important right now, but maybe they were earlier and that's why you were holding all these negative emotions in. So cry it out, my friends. Cry it out. Another thing that I learned is that um, psychic tears even contain um, a natural painkiller and it's called leucine in kefelin i don't know if i'm saying that right but basically what this is um, it's a natural painkiller that actually helps you out so i don't know if you've noticed after a good cry session 
you actually feel better about yourself. Um, you're not as angry anymore. You're not as stressed. You're not as down. And you can carry on with your day. Have you ever felt that before? So that's what this is. Basically, you know, those tears coming down are actually helping you out. There's also when you cry for no reason. Have you ever had that where you're just sitting there doing nothing, nothing that might trigger some type of crying session and you start crying there? I guess there's two reasons for this. So your emotions are your body's um, natural coping mechanism. So, I mean, it's true that some emotions can be irrationally caused when the feeling is there. It's because the body needs to do it to feel better. So crying will always, almost help. So why is it so hard um, for guys to show their emotions compared to girls? Do you feel, if you're a guy and you're listening to this podcast right now, do you feel that maybe you'll be made fun of? It's just embarrassing to you. You were thought at a young age to be a tough guy and guys don't cry and, uh, um, you know, they need to be strong and not show their emotions or vulnerabilities. I think that we are in the 21st century, you guys. At this point, cry it out. Let your emotions out. I think that's the best thing ever that you can do, especially in the world we live in, that it's so technology savvy and I feel like we live our lives through social media. It's kind of cool that you can have these emotions, these personable things that um, maybe you won't see through social media. So cry it out. Cry it out. You'll feel so much better after. Back to the reason why I even wanted to talk about this is that I would say maybe five years ago, I was the type of person that if something was bothering, if there was something going on with my life that was not right, just all these things would, you know, keep piling up. I actually held my cry. I would hold all my emotions. I would bottle them up. And to the point where I would get sick, you guys, I would get so sick that only my mom would understand. She's like, you need to cry it out. When was the last time that you cried? And I remember this one day when I called her and I was just, you know, venting all my frustrations and, you know, life wasn't fair and just your typical teenager. Even though I wasn't a teenager anymore, I felt like I was acting like one. And she just stopped me and said, but wait a minute, when was the last time that you cried? And I stopped and I started thinking about it and I, and I you know, let her know, it actually has been a while. I don't know why I haven't cried in so long. So she told me, Either go watch a very depressing movie or a romantic movie. Those will always do the trick, especially if for some reason you can't cry. Go watch those two things. And then she's like, or go have a bubble bath or go have a nice long shower with some music blasting. Think about all the things that are frustrating you, things that needs to be changed in your life, things that maybe you don't have any control over, but you wish you did. You guys, that right there, boom, it helps you right away. I promise you that if you start processing things over, um, you will get that good cry session out. And the thing is, yes, I am encouraging you to cry just because at least 99% out of 100 times that I've done this, I felt better right away. You guys, I would cry. 
And then I would go about my day like nothing had happened or nothing else was going on. I felt so confident and so ready to take on my next next um, task or whatever it was that that day that I needed to get done, I would go and do it. Okay, and then with that, since I am a girl, I thought that I would touch base on certain things for ladies out there. Just so that way um, you can understand just a little bit of your body. And I feel like we all do as women. We understand how our body functions. You're, if you have a hormone um, imbalance, there is a shifting levels of the hormone um, estrogen and progesterone. Those are definitely, um, if they are not, you know, the levels of them are not correct, um, you will definitely feel crankier, you are not going to feel good, you might cry often, there's just, you know, a couple of things that might not feel right, so on that note, I would highly recommend you to go talk to your doctor and explain the symptoms that you're experiencing. Another thing that it could lead to as well is um, depression. And I feel like the crying of depression is more of a sadness. Um, you're just so sad for no reason. There's literally nothing going on that might make you sad, but you're still sad. So I also think that you should talk to a doctor if that's one of those things that you are experiencing. But besides that, I still feel like overall, you should still cry. You should still have a good crying session um, just so you can feel 100% yourself. And, you know, hopefully life won't be as bad after all. So I, I don't, I'm not saying that I try to cry once a week because sometimes I cry more often than that. It's kind of funny. I will be watching something, you guys, and tears will just be rolling down my face and I'm like trying to wipe it so my boyfriend doesn't see it and thinks, oh no, is she okay? Is something wrong? And most of the time, nothing's wrong with me. I'm just <laughs> watching the TV shows and it's cute and romantic and there's cute little puppies and especially that time of the month, I guess, for us girls, <laughs> this happens pretty often. I will say this for men. If you feel like you're experiencing a lot more um, emotions and you can't seem to get your crying um, under control, I will also recommend you to go to a doctor and explain to them what's going on because you might be experiencing depression as well or you might be experiencing something that may be in your body that you know, needs to be leveled out. I didn't want to turn this podcast into a depression topic, but since we are on the topic of crying, I will say this. I actually suffered from um, closet depression, and the reason why I say closet depression is that I didn't want anyone to know that I was depressed, if that makes sense. So I would, I would cry in my closet. I would... Whatever was happening in my life at the time, I would hide it. I would hide it out. I wouldn't speak it. I would just keep to myself. It's weird because I was afraid of going to a doctor and having them just prescribe me another opioid, which personally to me, I'm not a fan of taking any type of opioid. I actually don't even take ibuprofen, so just over-the-counter over drugs. I don't even take those, but it's just a personal preference. So because of that and... The way my mind was, and I was just way deep into that depression, 
I just kept crying in the closet and it took me a long, long time to get back to myself. But since I am talking about it and since we are on this topic, here's a few things that you should look for when you're depressed and how to get help. So um, if you're just sad and you don't know, you just don't want to live your day by day, like you just want to sleep and stay in your bed and food doesn't taste right and you don't want to leave the house and you don't care about your appearance and things like that, um, that is definitely a sign of depression. I experienced all of that. (laughs) And then if you feel afraid of talking to someone, afraid of the unknown, you're not sure what direction to go because you don't know what they're going to do to you, what they're going to put you on. There are other ways that um, you can hopefully cure your depression or at least make it better than um, using medicine. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go talk to your doctor because I still think that you should. But when they do try to prescribe you medicine, I still think that there's other ways out there to make you feel better. So for example, I'm going to tell you what helped for what worked for me. And hopefully, if you are going through that right now, if you are struggling with something, um, maybe this will help you as well. And again, if it doesn't, just remember, you always can go ask a doctor. You always can ask someone for help, and that person's going to be more than willing to help you out. But here is the things are the things that helped me. So the first thing ever that I did was I took a look at my life, and I decided to journal about things that were making me feel happy or you know good about myself and when I journaled all that down I actually read it to myself so I was like okay what why is this like why does this make me sad what can I do to change this and am I hurting anyone else am I hurting someone else's feeling by not being truthful with my depression what is going on so once I read through my journal and I decided that it was time to act on it So the first thing that I did was admit that I was depressed and fix the issues that were making me depressed. So I moved myself from those situations. That was the first thing. And that's the first thing that you should be doing to remove yourself from those situations, those bad situations, whatever it is. And I mean, you might think like I did that um, it was going to be hard to remove yourself from that situation. And trust me, it was for me. But once I did, it was immediately, like I felt better immediately. I'm not going to say that my depression didn't come back for a little bit after, but um, I did feel better right away. I knew that I did the right thing. I knew that I had made the right decision. The second thing that I did is I started working out more often. And I will explain this because I've always been um, a fitness fanatic ever since I was little, so I used to do I used to play soccer and I was in gymnastics and swim team and then in high school I did weightlifting and I played soccer again and you know after high school I did cardioing more cardio and I did dance so I've always been very active but I felt like that moment in time where I was depressed I was not active at all nothing that I did made me feel better so that's when I decided okay I'm going to change and I am going to start being active again. 
So it was all baby steps. So I started doing cardio again, and then I went back to my passion of weightlifting. And all of those endorphins, you guys, feel good endorphins that go through your body when um, you work out. Um, I started to feel myself again. I wasn't depressed as much, and I was feeling like myself again. Another thing that I would recommend, um, I know that a lot of people get depressed over their job or, you know, just money situation that they're in. So that's another thing. I changed my careers. I wasn't happy in the career that I was in and I changed to a better career and I started feeling better as well. The next thing that you want to do is organize your finances. And when I say that, I mean... You know, make sure you don't have any debt or make sure that you're spending only what you have so that way you're not racking up your credit cards or doing anything that can potentially, you know, put you in a bad situation and then you go back to that sadness, um, depression and all that sad things that we don't want that again. Yeah, so hopefully once you've done all those steps, then you hopefully feel a little bit better. If for some reason though you've done the natural way and you still... Um, not feeling better, um, you're still not feeling good about yourself, definitely talk to your doctor and have them prescribe you something, you guys. I, you know, I don't think that depression is a topic that should be, you know, threaded lightly. I feel like it's something that a lot of people sweep it under the rug and prefer not to talk about. And that's why I'm here today because I feel strongly about this topic because it's happened to me. And if it wasn't for my mom and my kids and um, finding fitness again in my life and eating healthy again, then I feel like I would have been depressed for the rest of my life. Work on those steps and hopefully you'll get to have big crying sessions in between and those will also help you as well. And I will, before I go, I will tell you one more thing too. Don't think that because you are crying constantly that you are depressed because it could be something else. And like I said, there's good cries and bad cries. So focus on the good cries. Let it all out. Feel good about yourself. Drink lots of water. I cannot express enough how um, drinking water can help your body. Make sure that you're getting at least eight cups a day of water, okay? So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this today's podcast. Sorry that it was a little bit all over the place, but um, it's definitely something that needed to be talked about and I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to follow me on social media at Nina O Talks on either Twitter or Instagram and I will, you know, reach out to you guys as well. Thank you. Bye.